it's Brandi Taylor. Welcome to the Business Beauty Network Podcast, where business meets beauty. It's not just lipstick, it's business. We will share thought-provoking conversations with business and beauty professionals. Our goal is to empower, motivate, and inspire you to take your business to the next level. Hey, it's Brandi Taylor, the business coach for beauty professionals. I help beauty pros amplify their business and take more action. I am super excited to share the Beauty Pro Mastermind with you, a group for serious beauty pros who want to find ways to continue to thrive in their business, a safe place for support, accountability, and education. This group is for beauty professionals who are ready for change in their business, understanding that commitment is required to achieve your goals. You know you need to make a move, but you're unclear and need an extra push. My mission is to empower beauty professionals and equip them to achieve their goals, bringing beauty and business together through support, education, and business resources. Register today for the Beauty Pro Mastermind at IamBrandyTaylor.com and just click on Beauty Pro Mastermind. I will also include the details in the show notes. Hey, welcome to the podcast. I am super excited to share today's episode with you per the usual. I had the pleasure in interviewing Latrice Goodwine. Latrice is a phenomenal financial expert and her business is Girl What's In Your Purse. She's also my business bestie. I love chatting with Latrice. I've been knowing her for a few years and we're always having great conversations about business and finance and all those great things. And I just love her. And she shares some awesome gems during this interview. She isn't a stranger to the podcast. I had her on early on in the podcast when I first started out. So she was one of my first guests on the podcast in 2019. Latrice has a wealth of knowledge and she shared so many gems. And I think you're really going to enjoy this interview as well. Here is a little bit of Latrice's bio. Latrice was born and raised in Saginaw, Michigan. She attended Saginaw High Schools, and after high school, she graduated with her Bachelor's of Administration in Banking Finance and Management with a minor in Accountancy from Northwood University. Later, she received her Master's of Business Administration and Strategic Leadership from Walsh College. With 20 years of experience in community development and the financial industry, Latrice is committed to helping families build and sustain and transfer wealth. I think you're really going to enjoy this interview. And here it goes. Hey, welcome to the podcast. It's your host, Brandy Taylor. And we have an awesome guest today, Latrice Goodwine. Welcome, Latrice. Hey, Miss Brandy. Hey, hey. I'm super excited to have you back on the podcast, Latrice. In fact, you were one of our very first guests early on when I first started the podcast and back in 2019. So welcome back. It's great to have you. Thank you so much. I'm excited that you got me back. So I'm I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy to have you here. So Latrice, tell us a little bit about you and about your business. Well, I am Latrice Goodwine. I am your financial bestie. So my business is called Girl What's In Your Purse, where I help my clients who know how to make money protect and grow it. So the main purpose of our business is to help our clients complete their financial goals. So that's what this, you know, in a nutshell, we have definitely evolved since our conversation. Um, 
my book had just launched uh, when we talked Girl What's in Your Purse, Women in Power, Financially Prepared. And now we are pretty much a full service financial consulting company where we work with individuals and we work with businesses as well. Awesome. Great. Yeah, your company has evolved. I didn't really think about it like that, but it has really evolved since we spoke first in the beginning. So tell us a little bit about that. I know you've created a few different programs and you offer a lot of things. The first thing I want to talk about is investing your success, because I know that's all the rave right now. You have a great program. You've had me speak on that platform before. But before we dive into investing your success, I want to talk about the business growth that you have had. So I know that your business has grown. Like, what was it like? Is it 900% or something like that? 900%. At one point when I looked at um, my reports, it was like a thousand and some percent. So literally during the pandemic uh, from 2019 to 2020, I um, looked at my reports on PayPal and Square and it'll show you like from this date now a particular date and time compared to last year this is how your business has grown and it was over 900 percent. and I was like oh my god wow and so that is literally what sparked me to um, have the program invest in your success now Latrice I know this is going to be quite the answer to this question but how <laughs> do you grow your business to 900 percent so the way I I believe when I actually sat down and thought about it, um, how did I grow my business by 900% is because I was very intentional about growing my business. And I was intentional about getting coaches, um, networking and partnering with individuals. I'm the person I always tell people I'm the finance girl. That's what I do. That's my area of genius. So I work with other individuals in their areas of genius and in that instance, that's how I believe my business have grown I'm, from investing in my success. It wasn't free. So I want to put that out there. It wasn't the free 99 courses. It wasn't the, um, the really, really cheap courses. It was really me investing. Um, some of the investments definitely had a comma in it, but I reaped the benefit. So I invested in, when I talk about my purpose, that means I invested in knowing my clients. I really studied who my ideal client was and I learned how to market to them. And I also learned how to speak their language. So that way people knew, okay, she gets me, she understands. So then I was very intentional about um, attracting my ideal client. I invested in marketing. I did a lot of with marketing and campaigning and was very strategic about that. One of the game changers for me was automation. Like you, I make money in my sleep. So when I set up my automation, I set up my operations. I mean, it, it was just, I really think those three things definitely was key. There are other things, but literally marketing, understanding my client and operations and automation together. I think that's great. Um, I I like that you broke that down. So I actually really want to dive a little deeper. So let's talk about that because I know these are some things that you teach in your program and I teach it as well. So the first thing you said was, you know, knowing your client. I know that's a big thing because oftentimes entrepreneurs 
period, like we have a service or a craft or something that we're trying to sell. And we think like we can sell it to anybody. But I always say if you're selling it to, to everybody, then you're selling it to nobody. Because there's so much noise out there, you really need to understand who is your client. So let's talk about that. Like, what do you teach about the importance of knowing who your client is? So, Brandy, um, definitely to piggyback off what you said, I really got confirmation, kid you not, from attending one of your events, (laughs) your brunch. And your speaker had a saying, and it really stuck with me. So kind of like, let me back up a little bit. My company is called Girl With Senior Purse. So my primary target audience is a woman. And I had a lot of people telling me that you're going to leave money on the table because your company name is Girl What's In Your Purse. You're not going to be able to work with women. But I knew, I mean, not work with women. You're not going to be able to work with men or men are not going to work with you. But I understood my purpose. And you know, my philosophy, Brandy, is P plus P plus P equals P. So your purpose plus a passion, plus plan equals profit. So I had to stay true to my purpose, which was helping women become empowered with their finances. And so when I went to your brunch, your speaker said, being broad will keep you broke and having a niche will get you rich. And I took that to heart. I really felt like she was talking to me. That was a confirmation that I was doing what I was called to do, what I was purposed to do. And when I did that and I honed in on it and said, this is what I'm doing, I mean, things just took off for me. I love that because there's riches in the niches, right? And I learned that later in my business as well. I think originally I didn't really understand the importance, but when I really looked at it and got to understand exactly who my client was, I could really market to the client. I could speak to that client because I knew who she was. Exactly. And even when we talk about the niche, I even niche down even further because it was more so, yes, I work with women, but I had to truly define the woman, like even understanding her income. Um, And even with my whole marketing messages, it says I work with women who know how to make money, help them protect and grow it. So it's a certain type of woman. She already know how to make the money. So it's not going to be someone who um, per se is not in middle or upper to middle class. So I had to understand, like I have a, the certain woman that I'm attracting is already in middle, upper class. She can make the money, but now she just needs to understand how to protect it and to have her money work for her. So I'm really empowering and enhancing my clients' finances. And so I just really got clear on that. And And it also helped me with my price points too. That sounds like you really broke down, like, instead of just saying, okay, I target women, you understand, like, what their income bracket is, maybe even the age range, and maybe even what area that you're going to target, like, what location, where are they? And that's part of really knowing who is your client and understanding that. So it's not enough to just say, I can do something for women, but you really have to understand who is your ideal client. So you have to create, almost create like an avatar person almost, right? So who is she? Yes. So I really did that. I really decided like, who is my ideal client? Who do I want to work with? Like you said, I knew her age. I pretty much knew her income. I knew her family dynamics. I understood her hobbies, where she hung out at. 
And so now when I understand that, I made sure I showed up, whether it was in person, but mostly now it's online because of, you know, we're still in this pandemic. So I'm in the places or even in the Facebook groups or I'm friending um, certain people. And even with me, I know my target audience is on Facebook and not necessarily on Instagram. I do have an Instagram page. However, I don't spend most of my time on Instagram. I hang out on Facebook because I know my target audience is between the ages of 35 and 50. And that's where the 35 year olds and 50 year olds are hanging out at. So, um, so it, it, it made it so much easier. It made it clear for me. And another thing I believe as far as my success is my Facebook group. So when you have a Facebook group, it's a free community. I'm in there providing um, value to women for free, but it's also a captive audience as well. So in that Facebook group, I have about 2,600 women. And so now I am their financial bestie. So when they need help or they need additional support, they're coming to me. So really cultivating and molding my Facebook group, I also believe that helped as far as um, being able to service and grow my business, service my ideal client and grow my business. I'm glad you shared that about which one works for you and your business, because I think there's a lot of noise, right? And sometimes entrepreneurs feel like they have to master them all. Like, oh my God, I got to master Facebook, Instagram. Now we got TikTok and Clubhouse and all these things. But what I often tell my clients is that find one or two that works for you and really put all of your attention on those two. So really put all of your attention on the ones that really work for you in your business. So if you find that Facebook is where your clients are at, that's where you're getting the most response. That's like, I was looking at my analytics and I noticed for my cosmetic line, I was really focusing on Instagram, but the the traffic to my website was coming from Facebook. So I really had to understand that I can't just really only solely focus on Instagram. I have to focus on Facebook as well because that's where the traffic's coming from. And those are my main ones that I really focus on. And that's okay. Like I have other, like I have Twitter and other things, but I'm not focused on the other ones as much because where I get most of my traffic from is from Facebook and Instagram. So I think that's great that you shared that. And that's good for other entrepreneurs to really think about that. You don't have to master every platform and you don't have to be active on all of them. Find the ones that work for your business and use those. So the next thing I want to go to is, you know, you said marketing, right? So you really learned how to really get your marketing together through automation. So let's tell us a little bit about automations and how that really worked for you and your business. So for me, one of the things that I learned as far as with marketing, you always want your brand to be clean, clear, concise, and consistent. So that was the main thing for for me. And I also understood that people have to actually see you and make sure that you're going to be around. And that's another thing that helped me too, is because I started my Facebook group back in 2018. And I was providing value um, to this community for a whole year before I even launched my book in 2019. So now fast forward to 2020, the pandemic hit. So I was like the natural choice for anyone who needed help with budgeting, savings, stock investment, credit enhancement, to purchase a car or a house, because I had already been providing value. I have been clear, 
on what I do, my marketing message. Um, I was concise with it. I was consistent. So it wasn't like I was showing up every now and again. I made sure I was consistent. And so it was just natural. I have my brand colors. I make sure I stay on color on brand. So now I'm recognizable. So when something comes up or they a problem happens, they know that truth can solve it because I have been there and they understand, okay, this is what she does. So a lot of people too, when we talk about being broad, you haven't been the expert in anything because you're so broad and so vague. So your name doesn't come up as saying like, oh, this is what she specializes in. So with me, I wanted to be the person, my whole mission was to be known for I'm that person that's going to help you accomplish your financial goals. That's what I'm known for. So if they know if they have a goal to accomplish, a financial goal they want to accomplish, they come to me. And so that's been my marketing message. And as far as with automation, um, one of the things I've learned, you want to make it easy for your clients to pay you. <laughs> so with automation, it does that. You know, they have a link, they follow the process, they pay, they get a thank you, they get a welcome email, and then I continue to nurture the relationships. I also want to talk about that too with the automation, because you don't want your clients to feel like they're a transaction. They want to feel like it's a relationship. So I'm very big on um, building relationships, but at the end of the day, it's only one me. So you have to have systems and um, processes and procedures and automation in place so that you can be at multiple places at one time. And people love that. And so that has definitely been helpful, helpful for me. And when I say I make money in my sleep, I mean, I make money while I'm helping my children um, with homeschooling, when I'm on vacation, when I'm on um, taking a nap or it's like, my business is constantly running 24-7 without my hands being on it and I'm providing good customer service. So that too has been um, tremendous for my success. Hey everyone, it's Brandy. I hope you're enjoying this podcast as much as I absolutely enjoy bringing this awesome content to you. Look, beauty professionals, this show is for you. And I want to make sure we can continue to bring our awesome guests and awesome information to help empower the beauty community all over the world. You can help by doing your part in making a small donation. You can check our link in the show notes and donate right on Anchor, or we'll have another link available for you to do so. Thank you so much for supporting. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and you're sharing it as well. As always, stay great. Great. So adding automation to your business was something that you invested in Correct. to invest in your success, right? And so, and so and it's important because I think Sometimes entrepreneurs, beautypreneurs, we don't really know like what we should invest in and at what point should we invest in, in those things in our businesses? Because there's so many things. It's like, you got to get the website, you got to get this, you got to get that. And it could be overwhelming. So what were some steps that you took to get the automations done? Did, were you, you know, did you hire someone to help you with that? What was that process like? Oh, absolutely. Because um, I am a finance girl. So automation is above my pay grade. I tell people all the time, but I've been doing it so long to where I know enough to be dangerous now so I can manage it. But I definitely um, hired uh, my automation and operation coach. Her name is Tiffany Patterson. And she walked me through everything from scheduling my Facebook posts 
I mean, I didn't even know something like that even existed that I could schedule my posts in the group. So now I always joke, people say, oh, Trish, you're always on Facebook. How do you have time to do that? Like I'm thinking to myself, no, those posts are scheduled. However, they're themed out, they're intentional and they're meaningful and it, it actually still provides value. So what I really do is I take like the previous Sunday before the beginning of a new month and I plan out my whole entire month. So now my posts are already scheduled on social media and it's creating engagement and things like that. Um, I have an email marketing campaign and it's not always just selling stuff. I'm providing value. So people enjoy when you actually truly provide value to them and it makes them want to buy. Like you want to position yourself that your clients want more or feel like they need more because you've already given them enough to where it's like, oh my God, but I need to go deeper. And so that has definitely been helpful. Um, people have been following me, I would say probably months or even years. And then they become like my best clients ever because <laughs> they, they see that I was consistent. My messaging, it was clear, it never changed. It was concise and it's clean. They get it. It's easy for them to buy. Tap the button. <laughs> right, right. I love it. I love it. So we went over knowing who your client is. You know, you set up the automations. And I think we kind of blended in marketing and automations. Yes. So we kind of blended that in too. I love though, what I really want to tap in as well is how you said you created your Facebook group and you positioned yourself as a finance expert. Yeah. And I want you to kind of dive into that just a little bit. You position yourself as a finance expert. You started adding value before you even had a book or anything and had all these great things that you have now. And oftentimes I talk to people who maybe they're trying to change lanes or maybe they're trying to position themselves as an expert, but they really don't know how to go about doing it. Can you give us some tips for how you built up? Because you said you have over 2000 members of your Facebook group. Like, Give us some tips on how you did that. So what I did was because I already knew my my area of expertise, but I mean, hey, I'm just Latrice Goodwine. Who knows me? So you have to build your your authority in an area. You also have to establish your credibility. Your credibility. So one way you do that is as they talk about the whole like no trust factor. So if I'm giving you, I'm giving these women factual information that is truly helping them. So what ends up happening is if I add value to you, you're going to, in turn, bring in more people because it's like, oh my God, you know, she's dropping all this good knowledge. She's provide, she's helping me out. And this is amazing. My life is being changed or my mindset is being changed. And so I just started the Facebook group and I just started talking about finance because I'm the type of person that I can talk about money every day all day because that's that's my passion I love I love finance and I also love to see women win so I wanted to create this Facebook group because I also understood being in the finance world that it was things that we just weren't being taught or no one was telling us so I wanted to be the voice to tell um, the women of how we can be empowered in our finances and it's not really intimidating and so that's the whole thing I make finance um, fun attractive and not intimidating. And so as I start building my credibility and I start building my authority, because I knew I knew what I know, you know what I'm saying? But other people didn't know. 
So that's how you do that. You just gradually, it's a process. So I know we talked about my, um, my formula, P plus P plus P equals P. I did add another P recently. So it's four Ps. And I really feel like you have to have your purpose plus passion plus a plan plus patience. A lot of times we want things to happen overnight and then that is going to equal, equal prosperity or profit. So we can use them interchangeably. It takes time. I didn't grow my Facebook group to 2,600 million. I mean, not 2,600 million. <laughs> One day though, Brandy, 2,600 <laughs> members overnight. It took time. I had to nurture it. Anytime you plant any seed in order for it to grow, it, you have to water it. So I kept watering, like my members, they, those were my seeds. And I kept watering them and watering them and it kept growing and growing. And I'm their financial bestie and I, I love them and I feel they love me. <laughs> yes, I think you do a great, a great job at that. And I think, you know, another thing you said, a few things that you said that you added value. And you not only added value, you were consistent. You were consistently showing up, providing content, and giving them something that they can use right now. Some tangible advice that they could use. And you were adding value. And you were showing up and, and you were becoming their bestie because you were consistently showing up. So I think that's something awesome that you did. And people fail to realize that consistency is the key. Like you definitely have to be consistent at putting yourself out there, promoting your business and adding value so that you could position yourself as an expert in the market. So thanks for sharing that. So no since problem. you yeah, so since you are our financial bestie and you love to talk about finances in 2021 so i want you to give us like three finance tips since i mainly target beauty professionals we can we can gear it in entrepreneurial or beauty professionals however you want to do it but give us three finance tips So, Latrice, since you're the financial bestie, I want you to give us three finance tips. So you can either make it for entrepreneurs in general or beauty professionals, but give us three financial tips. Oh, wow, Brandy. Okay, three financial tips that I would say that would definitely be good for beautypreneurs and even um, all entrepreneurs. Um, one, have multiple streams of income. One thing I can say that the coronavirus, this whole pandemic has taught us is that we cannot, <laughs> we cannot pull from one source of income. We have to have multiple um, streams. And I am, I'm a very, I'm an advocate of those having seven streams of income. You don't have to have all seven right now, but you have to have more than one. Um, I know the beauty um, industry got hit very hard because of the pandemic and many of the beauty um, professionals actually earned their income. But when the government started shutting down and they, that was the first place they stopped was, or shut down was um, the beauty industry. And so a lot of the money just dried up instantly. So I would definitely say have multiple streams of income, but within your same fields. So definitely, you know, selling product, 
teaching a course, something else that you can do that it does not, if something else happened, because no one thought that the whole world would ever shut down, but hey, we see anything can happen. So having multiple streams of income. Number two, always have a strategy for saving. You always want to protect yourself for the what ifs. And I know it's steady coming back to what happens with the pandemic, but we have to understand life happens. So you want to strategically have a savings plan. You can save either yourself, I always say manually, or you can have a system do it for you. Um, one program that I really like is called Digit, D-I-G-I-T. That is a great platform. It automatically saves for you. You put together saving goals, rainy day fund, all that. And it takes yourself out of the equation. So you can um, save because... Saving is just going to protect you from the what ifs in life. Number three, enhance your credit. Make sure you know where your credit is at all times. I really believe that cash is king, but credit is queen. And when I say credit is queen, what does a queen do? A queen enhances her king. So you may have your cash, yes, but you need that extra enhancement as far as good credit, because what the good credit is going to do is going to allow you to get what your cash cannot. So those are my three financial tips for entrepreneurs, um, beautypreneurs is one, have multiple sources of income, two, have a strategic savings plan, and three, make sure you have good credit. Awesome. Awesome. And I know you also help with those things. I'm going to make sure I share the information in the show notes, like the links and everything, how they can work with you. Cause you have a credit program as well. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I have a credit program. And also with our credit program, we also are doing business credit as well. So we do personal credit and business credit. And I know as far as with beautypreneurs, you all will definitely benefit from having um, business credit because you'll be able to order directly um, from the supplier and have a credit account with them. So definitely a great program. Awesome. So I'll make sure I share that information in the show notes. So thanks for sharing. I think those were some awesome tips. You know, I'm all about the multiple streams of income having a savings plan, and then definitely enhancing your credit. So I love it. I love the way you broke that down as well. So thanks for sharing those awesome tips. Now, another thing I know you teach, and I know you started teaching this um, last year, was stock. And I know you're really educating your members on stock and how to invest and the importance of investing and everything. And I know a lot of people sometimes shy away from investing in stock and you hear a lot of things and you really aren't sure. So I want you to like kind of share a little bit about what you teach for our stock goals and if you have any recommendations. Awesome. So one of the things that I teach um, as far as my stock class, I really love teaching the stock classes. Um, to date, I have taught well over a hundred women and a few good men because yes, even though we are girls in your purse, I do have male clients as well. And I teach them the actual, I don't want to say game of the stock market, but I actually help them understand 
how to profit in the stock market. And the way I teach it, and I'll just brag on myself a little bit, is I'm, I've been able to take um, individuals who have no idea about the stock market because it looks intimidating. And I break it down in a way that they truly get it and they can master it. Why? Because I use my, my formula. I use the purpose plus passion plus plan equals profit even when you're in the stock market. So the thing is, and I'll be really quick as far as what I teach and how I teach it and the reason they're able to get it, is because when you're invested in the stock market, you have to know your purpose. The stock market, investing is only a tool to help you reach your goal. And so the people that are successful in the stock market is because they understand their purpose. Are you investing because of retirement? Are you investing because you're trying to buy a house? Are you saving for your child's education? Um, or are you trying to just make a quick, quick flip? Or are you trying to add an additional, additional stream of income? So those are just a few reasonings or purpose why you invest in the stock market. So once you understand your purpose, then you say, okay, what is my passion? And when I say my passion, what is your risk tolerance? Are you a conservative investor? Or are you an aggressive investor? You have to understand how much risk you can take because I'm aggressive. But if you can handle the stock market going up and down, up and down, then I would say, no, 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 you don't, certain stocks you don't need to invest in. So I always shy away from when they sit, when people ask as far as, well, what do you recommend? First, you have to know what your purpose is. Then you have to know what your passion is, like what is your risk tolerance? And then what is your plan? A plan is key. Are you going to be continually investing, like constantly making deposits to grow your portfolio? Do you have a lump sum? Or is it going to be a short-term investment? Is it going to be long-term? Once you couple those three together, then you're able to pick the stocks that's going to help you accomplish your goals. So there are certain stocks that you would want to pick if you are trying to get income. So if you know your primary reason for investing in stocks is for income, then you're going to pick dividend paying stocks. So you're not going to invest in Tesla because Tesla doesn't um, pay out dividends. So it does not match up with your purpose. And so those are the things that we talk about We in, in my class. Um, I walk them through it. We go through examples. I show them how to read the chart. I actually have them look at my Robinhood account. I show them how to do all that. So when they walk away, they have an idea of at least 10 stocks that matches up to their purpose, passion, and plan. And I have them um, go research and decide if, it, if it's something that they really want to invest in. Awesome. And you know what I really love about you, about your programs, Latrice, is you do make finance fun. And well, thank you, darling. <laughs> fun because I know numbers and all of that and money and it could be daunting. It could be very overwhelming. Yes. It could be confusing. And I love that you educate women on how to take care of their finances, their credit, and if they want to invest in stocks, you know, how to do it and the way to go about doing it. And I love how you said, like, you have to know your purpose and you have to know your tolerance, you know yourself. And so every situation is different. So I'm glad you don't just ramble off different stocks because it just depends on 
you and your level of investment and what you're trying to do and all of those things. And I never really heard it broke down that way, but I love the way you really simplify it. Thank you. Thank you. And that's, that's definitely been my goal. Cause like with me being a finance girl, I understand all of that as they call it that confusion. <laughs> I like it. It makes sense to me. But that was my whole goal, um, even with writing the book in the group. I'm like, I want to break it down so that it's not intimidating and that women get it and they like it and they enjoy it. And actually, it becomes addicting. So I have women who have never invested in the stock market before. They're making 30, 40, 50, 60 percent on their money because they're understanding their purpose. They're doing the research. They're doing the work. And they're studying and they're investing and they have a plan and they're watching it and it's and it's so fun and they like to see their money grow because I always say yes I love to see my bank account and my investments grow it's addicting to me so <laughs> and yes, then caught yes. the bug too so <laughs> yes so tell us uh, do you have any stock classes coming up is there any information you can share on that right now. Yes, actually, um, my next stock class is February 17th at 7 p.m. So it's this Wednesday, February 17th. Um, the price is 109 to attend. It's like a, a 90 minute to two hour course. We dive deep in. I am very interactive. So I ask a lot of questions because I want to make sure you get it. I'm not that type of person who just want to talk to the screen. I want you to talk back to me. And I want real life situations um, so that I can help walk and coach you through them. So, yes. And then I also have them periodically after that. But we're definitely having another one this um, Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So I'll make sure the link is available for anyone that wants to attend. Yes, I'll make sure I get that from you. We'll have all of that in the show notes. So you still got time. It's Wednesday. So make sure if you're interested in learning more about that, connect with Latrice. I'll have all that information in the show notes. Well, Latrice, it's been absolutely great having you on the podcast. Before we go, is can you tell me like, what are you excited about? Is there anything else? I know we talked about so many things you got going on, but what are you excited about right now? Well, right now I'm just excited that I was one of your first guests. <laughs> And to see how everything has come full circle and how my business has grown, how your podcast has grown phenomenally, and just how we've all evolved. Um, I'm definitely excited about 2021 and how Girl What's in Your Purse is truly adding impact um, to households. Because women, when you think about it, we literally carry the purse strings in the in the household we run the household as far as usually the money so it's really important for us to have a good relationship with money and understand the money because we're leaving we're building a legacy for our family and i'm just loving the transformation that i'm seeing within my women and i'm loving the transformation that i'm seeing in businesses now so we have definitely evolved from working with only individuals to now we have individuals and businesses. And I'm excited about how my ladies are going to dominate 2021. Can you share either your favorite quote or mantra that you live by? Oh, wow. Oh my goodness. I have so many that I live by. Let me see. Um, oh, Brandy, that's a good one. My um my mantra actually is invest in your success. Like that is, I live by that now. 
anytime I think that, oh my God, this price point may be too high, I look at it as, is this an expense or is it an investment? If it's an investment, that means I'm going to make a return on this money. So it should not be an issue. Um, so that is, anytime I'm thinking about something, it's like, Latrice, you have to invest in your success. If you want success, you have to invest in it. And so that's what I've been living by. And it's been working. Like that is my, that is my thing. And quick story. The reason why I say that is I made a um, five figure investment as, as you know, it was 11, five, when I say 11, five, $11,500. And it was the biggest investment that I did, but I was like, Latrice, if you're going to be doing this, invest in your success, you have to live by it. Literally did invest in your success thing. When I say thing, I invested in my success. And within 60 days, I made $15,000 just from that program alone. So that's my mantra. I love it. Thank you you so much for sharing that, Latrice. So tell everybody how they can reach you and how they can connect with you on the World Wide Web. Oh, well, you can reach me on Facebook at Girl Within Your Purse because I have my business page. Or you can join our Facebook group, which is also grow us in your purse if you want to email me you can email me at support at grow us in your purse and i have a uh, website too www.girlwhatsinyourpurse.com and i'm also on clubhouse as latrice goodwine and instagram at girl what's in your purse <laughs> i don't awesome. think about all that i'm like where am i i'm all over the place <laughs> No problem. We'll make sure we put all of that information in the show notes. Latrice, good wine, everybody. Um, that's all we have for you today. As always, stay great and we're out. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast today. Make sure you subscribe. Check us out on Apple Podcasts and leave a review. I want to hear from you. Email me at info at businessbeautynetwork.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at I am Brandy Taylor and Facebook at I am Brandy Taylor. I want to connect with you, so let's stay connected. And remember that all things are possible if you only believe. Stay great.